Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Ah, shit, here we go again. Awesome Thursday morning. What's up, everybody? Let's have some fun. I know Friday's right around the corner, but Thursday matters too. So let's do this thing. <laughs> I'm your host, John Roca. I can't tell you how I'm excited I am to be on this show today and host this show and hold on to these three wild horses I got sitting at the main desk with me. That's Ben the Boss Bateman over there. How are you, Chief? What's up, man? Happy to be here with you, John. I'm excited to see you in the seat. Come on. It's ah, crazy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited too. And over there are other fellow horsemen, fellow Finstock Exchange member there, Mark. Yodi Riley. What up, guys? Hey, good to see you. And Mr. Roka in the, in the host chair. I love it. Sitting next to my partner here. And, of course, Winston here, man. That's Friends. right. Doing, What's man? good? Winston uh, Marshall. Man, th- this is this is uh, some tension here. I mean, you, you didn't introduce RB3, so you just I'm disres- about to get just to RB3. disrespecting swag in this mother. Oh, man. You know what Look I'm saying? You. you think Don't just because y'all favorites out here in these streets, you can just do whatever <laughs> wow. the hell you want? I don't think I'm wearing my Lakers hat, baby. Come you on. know what? Hey. So, from my boy right there. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes black doesn't have to depend on black all the time. Like, I, I'm, no, no. I'm getting RB3, let me know if I'm wrong here. Unless your name is Tyler Perry, every black person got to defend everybody. Judges? Yeah, we'll accept that. Yeah, exactly. Judges, yes. Good answer. Yes, confirmed. RB3, of course, also in the house. How are you Lakers looking, man? Look a little stumbling. Yeah, I mean, we're still number one in the West. Right okay. Now, so okay. Come on. we're in good shape. Yeah, we LeBron's are. doing good. I yeah. mean, he's he's outlasted his last season here in LA. So yeah, I think we're in a good spot. Are you getting Iguodala or not? Um, I don't know. I don't know just yet. I okay. Mean, I mean, is he worth the money? Though? That's the that's the question. That's the question. Yeah. question. Get him out of carbonite. I think everybody knows that all it comes down to is will they stay healthy for the playoffs? Can yeah. Anthony Davis make it through or not? And if he does, yeah. then they have a good shot to win. If yeah. not, then yeah. it's not a, it's not even a thing. It's we'll that simple. Happened. Well, let's uh, move on to uh, the whitest guy in the room, Ben Goddard, even though he is half Mexican. How are you, Ben? Wait, what? (laughs) Whitest guy in the room with Ben Bateman at the table? (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) But also, you're half Mexican? Yes. Really? We discussed this. Yeah, we have. Wow. You know what yeah. it is? Is because there's something there's something for me when you mix white with Mexican. For some reason, I thought you were maybe part Asian. Yeah. I think just I, after my slip up, you're like, this guy's definitely white. Yeah. You know what you get when you mix? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all hear about this? Yeah. You know what? Oh, uh, what? Uh, to a couple days ago, it's fine. A couple days ago, we were just talking about what, oh, yeah, constitutes, what constitutes a black movie. And I was listing off like a bunch of ones, and I brought up bad boys. And he goes, okay, so, but. In the case of black boys, fuck bad boys. Oh, shit. I heard shit, right. shit. Yikes. Oh, that's Yikes. Killer vibe. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's some solid dead air right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's all good. I told him, man, if anybody comes to you, they go through me. It was a very clear, just live slip up. We all have it. It wasn't yeah. anything bad about that. It just, you know. I was, definitely made that mistake in the right place with you and RB3 here. I felt very forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. Was <laughs> it was of. real bad, but thank yeah. you for being so nice about so if it. So yeah. if I ever have a question about a black person, I just say in the case of black boys and then address my friend. Is that what I should uh, say? If you do, if you, you should. I would still avoid that. You should say in the case of his directorial debut, uh, Ben Goddard's movie, Black Boys. If you say all of that, then I know where you're going with all right. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a double bill with Night Falls. Yeah. It's a double bill there. Get that movie. Uh, movie nice reference. call. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited. We got a lot to talk about here today, but I, but first, let's touch base. Uh, ben and I were at last, last night, we were at a screening of The Gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Guy Ritchie film uh, led over Looks there. Good. Yeah, it does. A, a great Hugh Grant's in this thing. Charlie yeah. Hunnam. Uh, you got yourselves Michelle Dockery, Matthew McConaughey, Colin. Colin Farrell, big cast, doing his best Conor McGregor impression. Yeah, uh, so much doing his best Finstock impression. Yeah, fair, he, fair. You can't unsee it once you see it. Yeah. He looks exactly like Bob Finstock in really? the movie. Really? Wow. wow, an Irish Bob Finstock. Right? That's insane. You imagine Finstock in that outfit? <sighs> yeah. Perfect. That's we'll worth the price of admission right yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is for Ben, who hates my accents. Ben Goddard. Let me tell you about the Finstock Exchange. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, we're going to win all the belts and all the titles. We'll be getting that morning at the end of the year. It's not bad. Put it on there. That's good. Because I'm O'Reilly. Yeah, you can judge me. Oh, I can't. Yeah. No, no, no. I can't do an Irish. Yeah? Yeah, for some reason. I guess the Riley uh, can cancels me out. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You I, I could do Scottish, though. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, you know, to do it. Yeah. It's like fame. <laughs> It's like you put it in there. I always feel like Scottish sounds like you're gargling uh, a yeah, little so bit of water. Sure. It's called the brig. Yeah, brig. Yeah. 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 Anyway, and it's still horrible. <laughs> it's O'Reilly. No, you're just out these no. streets, just lying to people. No, 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 no. It's Riley. I know oh, that was. My, yeah, that was my social studies teacher on the first day of school. She's like, "It's not O'Reilly." <laughs> well, I think, like, no, I think as Roka knows, if it was Mark Riley or Mark O'Reilly, yeah. it would still be correct. Yeah, it, it, it'd chance would get it wrong though. That's true. I you just know, got tired of putting it down, so I just dropped the O. Look, I'm tired of all of this just confusion. Everybody, give me your 23 me results. What the hell is you? What? Uh, what? What? What are you? Just oh, white? Oh. Are you? Are you yeah, Irish? Pretty much. Okay. I got, I, I got like I got some like Russians, some Polish in there. Okay. Yeah. Is it important now. Okay. Yeah. What are you? Okay. Irish, German, English, and a little bit of Italian. Okay. This, this took a turn. What the hell is you? Don't be aggressive with me, young black man. I am. I am Whoa. the son of South American immigrants. I am first generation American, Bolivian. They're Bolivian, both of them. That's fire. RB three. What is you? <laughs> Uh, I am one. Oh, excuse me. I'm 100 percent black. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Do you know what kind of black? Are you West Indian black? You Cajun black? You like <laughs> wow. African black? You like English black? Like what kind of black? What do? I'm just 100 percent Mississippi, Arkansas. You know? Yeah. My God. <laughs> what the about. fuck is you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, French and Mexican. French and Mexican. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Fuck Yo, I'm Virginia black and I'm Guyanese. For those that don't know, I'm talking Ooh. about Guyana down in South America, not yeah. Ghana. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. Guyana, South America, yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Both was, Virginia boys, too. And that was our gentleman review, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good review, guys. So we should see it for Bobby Finstock. Cool. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for watching this episode. I really appreciate it. No, no, we had a great time. Uh, oh, at least I did. I had a great time. I mean, it was, you know what was crazy about the screening? It was assigned seating. It was weird. I'd never Whoa. been to a screen that was assigned seating for a Guy Ritchie movie that's coming out today. Yeah. And then they said, no cell phone. They got real stringent about security, no cell phones. They didn't want anybody like texting or anything like that. But they were like, don't turn it off. Don't, I don't even want to see your phone. I'm like, it's a Guy Ritchie movie, guy. Well, there's Calm hell. down. There was some weird stuff. So so it, it was assigned seating, which is strange. That it's, is strange. It never happens. I can maybe not even think of another one. I don't right? think it can. Unless it's, I had one yeah. time uh, mm. for 
which was also weird. It was for the the, the last Divergent movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. They had they had a science seating for us, like, and I was like, that that's strange. It's not that serious, but no. okay. Yeah, but. they overbooked this one, so it was really distracting oh. in the first fifteen minutes. I don't know if you noticed this, John, but no. for the first fifteen minutes of the movie, it felt like everybody around me was getting up, walking around, looking for seats. Oh. I had the hardest time focusing for the first fifteen minutes. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like literally every twenty seconds there'd be another person walking, they're holding a beer. When I went to the bathroom middle of the movie there was two people sitting, leaning against a wall. So I was like, oh, wow. you guys actually didn't have enough seats. That's why they were just looking for anywhere to yep. sit. Jeez. It felt bad for the people. But, uh, you know, this is Guy Ritchie's uh, fourth movie that he's made since uh, Man From U.N.C.L.E. So yes. Man From U.N.C.L.E., then he did uh, King Arthur, then he did Aladdin, then this. So he's been pretty busy. And it's just a kind of a return to the snatch lock stock world. Yeah. Right. He hasn't made a movie like this since Rock and Roll back in 09, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. It felt really derivative to me. Why did wow. you feel about it? I loved it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. That was a lot of fun. Damn, okay. Because it goes back to what he does best, which is right. this yeah. kind of genre. And right. it's like uh, you get a, a like like Tarantino going back with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to what he did with Inglorious Bastards, right? People like that movie a lot. So he kind of applied that style to another time period and had a alternate historical ending. I thought what Guy Ritchie did here was he Yes, it's reminiscent of the older films, but it's completely different with two American protagonists yeah. or antagonist and protagonist. Then you have you know an Asian character in Henry Golding. Then you've got uh, the Colin Farrell character. You haven't had a lot of Irish people involved in his movies before. Yeah. And then this whole idea of the, the way the narrative structure went, it's completely different than what I've seen before from him. And mm. I found it to be fresh and interesting. And I really enjoyed Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, to me, great. is the memory coming out and Colin Farrell. Everybody else did a great job. But those two guys are the guys I'm thinking about as I walk out. I thought McConaughey was killer, man. I thought yeah. I thought you know this this it feels like the McConaughey's happened, and then people kind of ignored the fact that it actually just only lasted until like 2015, right. and then like the last five yeah, years actually funny. it just hasn't been a thing. Yeah. There's all these movies that came out and then people want to forget happened like Gold and Free State of Jones and yeah. like, but this Gold movie. Was good. Yeah, yeah it goes all right, but I mean, it's not part of that run. Right, right, right. right. Uh, and this movie, he's great. He's a great okay. lead. He does a really good job. He's he's very charismatic. It felt to me like every time he was on screen and every time Colin Farrell was on screen, I was super engaged. Yeah. And a lot of the rest of the movie, I was. it would get me at moments, but then, you know, Charlie Hunnam's accent is so distracting. It's so bad. I don't know what he does. Yeah, Hunnam mm. is one of those guys that you're not sure about. God. Like, he, of course, Sons of Anarchy, people love that show, oh. and of course, the ladies go crazy for Hunnam. Yeah. They are thirsty for the Hunnam. But like, but you see, but like, he doesn't get positive reviews <laughs> yeah. for his work in films as an actor. No. So there are people who always take something away from him. I didn't mind him this time around. I was looking for the holes. I didn't mind him. But then again, he didn't stand out. You didn't feel like the accent was just like, what do you? I mean, it's, I, not, it's not as bad as the Pacific Rim, like when the kaiju hits San Francisco. Yeah, like, right. It's not as bad. But he's as not that, doing but, an American accent. No, he's, doing, but, he's, he's British. So I didn't know what British he was doing. accent. Yeah. Well, here's the real question about this movie. Jordan. Yeah. Is it gonna unseat Bad Boys for Life? Because no, no, I definitely, yeah. definitely, I definitely, not. I saw it last night and it's phenomenal. First time, yes, wow, it's so good. You saw Black Boys for Life for the first time. I saw last Black night. Boys, for, Boys life. for Life for <laughs> the first time. And you're a black man. Hey man, look, I was in Vegas. I was doing the whole dodgeball thing. Oh, so right. I, don't, I didn't have time, but, yeah. but I saw it yesterday and it was absolutely phenomenal. Right, it's nice. so good. And I, what I appreciate about it, not to take away from you, gentlemen, no, no, you, please, is the fact that they didn't try and like recapture something that was there. They made it a story about two dudes that have been doing this for a long time, and yeah. now it's the next stage in life. So I appreciated them doing that. So that worries me a little bit that if Guy Ritchie, if this does feel very derivative, like yeah. that's something I uh, – it's the one thing that I did enjoy The Irishman, but I felt the same way about yeah. that mm-hmm. as I was like, eh, okay, I this is – I could see is, the complaints. You, you know, yeah. like this is – 
you've done this a million times. You feel like you're trying to recapture your magic. Don't come for my MCU movies if you're not even going to involve yourself. Like, well, there's, okay, so the, the gentleman, here's what I say when I say derivative. Because honestly, I, I liked a lot of it. There was at least four performances that were memorable. There was a lot of jokes that were great. Mm. There were scenes that, that, that worked. And Roku, you made the point before we started the show that yeah. the narrative structure was different, and I think that works. What, for me, didn't land was I was watching, and I was like, this whole bit of, like, everyone's got a cool nickname, and there's a slang that I'm not going to understand, and you're going right. to explain it to me, was like, you did this so effectively 20 years ago, and it was so slick and cool 20 years ago, and then you applied that style to, to Sherlock Holmes and all these other, and now you're just doing it again, this movie feels like it was made 20 years ago. Yeah. Not necessarily mm. in a good way. So I would give it, if this movie had come out 20 years ago, probably mm -hmm. this movie gets like a high 7, maybe like you know 7, 8 for me. Wow. But this ends up at like a 6.2 for me. Okay. Because it's just like a yeah. barely barely a point above average. It's okay. some memorable bits. Do you like our Richie films? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do a lot. I uh, This one, I, the commercial came out, and I was like, it seemed fresh because yeah. I wanted him to go back to those kind of movies, the the Lock, Stock, and, mm -hmm. and Two Smoking Barrels, and, and uh, Snatch. You yeah. know, those are the movies that I loved. I look at Hugh Grant, and I go, oh, my God, what is he doing? So yeah. I want to yeah. see this thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of different accents. Yeah, I, I love the Cockney accent. I've been trying to trying to master that. It's not easy. Good it's lord, the man! Band I hates what do I'm doing. Yeah, my my brain is too muddled. Like hearing people in my head right now in these headphones, I yeah. can't do it. If I if I you gave me can a you second, do a Cockney? Accent? I used to be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. I just gotta. What's the best man? accent you can do? I mean, it's more of an impression. I mean, Obama, but like I'm, yeah. I'm from oh, right. Texas, so I have a Texas accent. Oh. Um, you just I said can... Virginia. Which one is it? Choose well, no, 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 no. So my my mom's side of the family. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm my sister and I are the only. So you're not from te Texas. I I personally am. Okay. My 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 sister and I are the only actual Texans. But okay. My dad's from Guyana, and my mom's family is from Virginia. My mom was born and raised here, but her whole. Her dad, oh, all okay. that shit, they're all from Virginia. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, fair. So all you can do is an impression. Do you have any uh, documentation for this? It's like you're getting, <laughs> you're getting grilled you here right now. Take two states. Do you want to see my birth certificate? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Don't give me that whole Let's give us proof, Texan. Uh, I thought we put this behind us. The birther movement is over. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's Mr. crazy. President. It's no good. Oh, boy, here we are. <laughs> I do a Bernie. Bernie's my you best. Do a Bernie. Okay. Do, it, yeah. do a Bernie. Gentlemen, how can I do the whole thing? I went last night to see The Gentleman. Oh, my God. Guy Ritchie, great film. Loved him. Oh, Matthew McConaughey, big fan of him. Love Texas. Garbage. Please vote for him. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that was great, man. We know what it was. It was the eyes. Because yeah. you, you, you made your eyes just like pop. Just he be does like, that. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, there you go. No, no, he's the best. That's a good move. I love him to death. He's Not so much bad. fun. Accuser uh, so of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker! <laughs> you motherfucker! Ben, why can't you be this good with the cues? I liked it. Uh, RB3 is wow. Thank you. Oh, wow. look at that. Shots fired. <laughs> Damn. Uh -oh, he's he's, he's going to freak out. He's going to freak out. Tonight. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Delay. Oh. RB3 going next level. I can't hear you in my headphones on the mic. I can only hear you. Is it broken again? Anyway. Anyway, uh, you've, got, you've got two sides of the okay. gentleman point yeah. of view. It has been getting overall good reviews. Yeah. So what a shocking January now. People have been talking about this is the dumping ground for movies, but yeah. Bad Boys for Life, great reviews, nice box office, uh, uh, overperforming like crazy, and now here comes the gentleman. This probably won't do bonkers in the box office, but if it comes out, it's reviewed well, and does decently, that's positive. You know what movie actually I saw it the night before, and I'll keep this brief because I don't want to get the main topics, mm. but a movie that I just figured as a war guy you're going to love, yeah. The Last Full Measure. I screened this on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Massive cast. Have you seen this? It's, no. got like, yeah. it's got like Christopher Plummer and Ed Harris, and it's got it's the last screen role of Peter Fonda, and right. it's got 
uh, Sebastian Stan in there, and it's a Bradley wow. Whitford, and it's a there's like four other names I'm forgetting. It's a huge cast. Mm-hmm. Sam Jackson's in there. Uh, of course he is. Pretty good movie. Sam Jackson's yeah. great. Ed Harris has one of his best moments in a movie I've seen in probably a decade. Wow. Um, I don't think it's a movie that you have to see in a theater, right. but it strikes me as all these guys that were screen legends when I was growing up, they're all aged out now. They're playing Vietnam vets. Mm. The most interesting one, John Savage, who's the third guy in Deer Hunter, yeah. right? So it's De Niro, uh, Christopher Walken, John Savage. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's a young man as a prisoner of war back then. He's now a Vietnam vet yeah. of proper age in this film. Wow. And it's a crazy contrast when you see him in the movie. You're like, wow, the deer hunter was that long ago. And wow. these are the actors that are now playing. They are now playing Vietnam vets in this mm-hmm. movie. So right. it's a different generation. It's an interesting movie. And if, if you guys, uh, if, if you know, you have a relative who's been a veteran, it's a, mm. mo- it's a really touching movie f- about did, veterans. Did you like Last Flag Flying? Uh, I, liked, I liked it. Okay. Didn't touch me as much as right, this. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm down. You I interviewed Linklater for that movie, didn't you? I did, I did, uh, a while ago. Yeah, yeah but yeah, uh, it's kind of remin- it feels, sounds yeah. reminiscent of that, so yeah. that'd be fun to kind of explore. Anyway, let's jump into our first topic. Is that cool with you, RB3? Cool with you, Ben? Oh, yeah. Let's do let's it. Do All right, it. Let's, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's turn the Schmobot on. Yeah, yeah, turn, turn it on. Love it. Turn that shmobot on. Oh, it's boy. been on this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Just powering her up. I love that you use the Transformers uh, soundtrack, by the way. I love that you use that Transformers. Is that Transformers? <laughs> it, hell yeah, it is. Oh, okay. The whole thing. I know the last part, the, but that whole like beep, 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 beep at the beginning. Too. Did you ever see the movie? They turn. Roka's a, trans- no, 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 a Transformers expert. If you guys yeah. know. That's fair. No, I, know, I mean, the, I know mm-hmm. that that is a Transformer. I got turned on a little bit. Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we are. All right. Anybody hey, want to oh. switch chairs to me? Yeah. Yeah. Ben, ben nope. do you want to come here? You fucking accuser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Buzay. Uh Anyway, all right. Uh, oh, God. Sequel to... <laughs> <laughs> The sequel to Captain Marvel uh, is in a production, or there's they're starting pre-production for it right now. Um, uh, we get this news coming out. Uh, uh, rising screenwriter Megan McDonald, who was a staff writer on the upcoming WandaVision series for uh, Marvel TV and Disney+, Plus, <clears throat> is in final negotiations to pen a script for this film. However, and this is something I called way back when, uh, the directors Ann Bowden and Ryan Fleck will not be coming back to direct this film. Yes, <clears throat> the film made over a billion dollars, but... It was not as positively received critically mm. as I think Marvel wanted it to be. And I think they themselves internally sensed that this wasn't the best directed film, but they were happy to see it make as much money as it did. Are you guys surprised by this, and are you excited about this uh, This uh, Megan McDonald coming on to write the script? Because they're looking for a female director as well for this. I mean, that by itself is why I'm excited. I think that, like, it's not to say that you can't have... Uh, a male director do it, but yeah. like in the same way that you captured some magic with Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman, yeah. I would love to see the same uh, like critical female directorial eye on this film, so that you hit the certain beats that like really round out uh, Carol. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the movie, but upon uh, repeat viewings, I didn't like it as much. Mm. Uh, which hasn't been the case with Wonder Woman. Like every time I watch yeah. it, I mean, there's still the Act Three ending, still kind of yeah. everybody yeah. talks about. But, like, uh, No Man's Land, uh, Amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, you know, her, all the builds up, the fact that she can, like, kick ass, love babies, and want ice cream, like, to, to balance all that out, that's one of the things that I think no one ever really compares Captain Marvel to Wonder Woman. So if you can get mm-hmm. a strong female director to yeah. come in here and knock it out of the park, like, I don't know if she can do action. I would love to see if Greta Gerwig could do this. Ooh, interesting. That would be, a, like, a really cool because cool. uh, element to do because I, I, mm. I've i said this a million times. I personally did not like uh, Little Women, but I think it's a great movie. Mm. You gotcha, know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, I, I, can, I can differentiate the two that it wasn't for me, but I... 
know it's a good film. You right. Know so I mean? Objectively, you didn't like it. Yeah. 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 I felt the exact same way about that movie. Like, I really like liked it, but I, I probably won't find myself watching it a bunch of times. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Like, yeah. I, it, it, even to the point where, to be honest with you, like, the moments that I'm supposed to, like, really care about, I did. Yeah. But I found myself, like, bored throughout most of Little Women. But like, it doesn't mean that I couldn't, like, from a filmmaker point of view, be like, God damn, like, she really did an incredible she, she job. She knocked it out of the film. park with that yeah. movie. I mean, we, we on uh, Action Industries did our top movies of 2019 last Sunday with Riley's our first yeah, guest. Yeah. And plug. It Do you have a thing for that? Do you have a thing? Yeah. Yeah, well, it plug. just... It's RBC my, plugs himself enough. <laughs> my point was going to be, I just... I it was like 12th that just barely missed. It didn't make no. your top 10. It didn't make no. Drew's top 10. We all could acknowledge it's a good movie. It's just... It was that movie for me that just barely missed the top really? 10. Really? But I... Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was great. It's mm. just there was 10 movies I liked more. Okay. But Greta Gerwig on Captain Marvel, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. And I think... When you talk about Captain Marvel not being as well critically received, uh, my my feeling with that movie when I walked out of it was I liked a lot of what it did. It, well, there was anything about it that I particularly disliked. I found certain elements to be a little gimmicky. By the end of it, the, the 90s thing was like, yeah. okay, I like this music, but I'm starting to get kind of tired of it. The de-aging was a little distracting. And ultimately, the movie just felt kind of, kind of, kind of safe. Like mm-hmm. Anytime mm-hmm. you like make a really safe choice like that with your script and with your structure – it's just not memorable. It didn't have powerful moments like No Man's Land you talk about. That made, I mean, even even just the stuff on Themyscira at the beginning of the film, like, mm-hmm. that stuff made me yeah. emotional. That stuff yeah. made, like, you know, the Robin Wright slow-mo with the era. That, like, I remember, like, goosebumps when I watched yeah. that movie. There was yeah. nothing like that in Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, changing it up, I think it's necessary. Yeah, what do you think, Ryan? Well, look at what they're doing, too. I think about Scott Derrickson leaving uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. And now that these directors, I, to your point, Roke, I, I agree with that because – Across the board here, I'm kind of in agreement with all of you. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie once. It was fine. Yeah. You know, I haven't gone back. I haven't needed to see it again. I think something changed it up because Marvel now, because post-Endgame, very important to stick that landing. First movie out, second movie out, you know, create something that's going to be a driving force like Thanos was. Mm-hmm. We're all, like, getting excited. Now, what is it? What's Phase 4 look like? Right. They're going to really take their time on this. So I, I'm glad they're looking for a new director. Yeah. I think so, that's, like, the bottom line. And, and female, great. It's like, who's out there? Greta Gerwig's great That's a choice. great choice, yeah. yeah um, choice. And I'm sure there's... Uh, you know, Michelle McLaren is out there. And I'm, Michelle I'm McLaren, curious. they worked with. She was on Thor before. Yeah, she was on Thor. Uh, and yeah, Wonder Woman. Truck, and what Wonder would you guys yeah. want to see? Because now that Captain Marvel is basically like the Superman of MCU, like she's yeah. just so powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with that. I know that's like a, a dumb internet thing. I like how powerful she is. Um, that's one of my favorite moments from Endgame is when Thanos headbutts her and she doesn't even flinch. But what would you guys want to see? Would you want it more outer space, Guardians of the Galaxy, other world, or do you want her Earth based? Do you want more 90? these flashbacks and stuff like that like what would you want to see from Captain Marvel right. 2 well it's set in today it's going yeah. to yeah. be updated to today so I would have, I would absolutely love uh, I don't know if they're bringing the character I heard they are but bringing Kamala Khan and like uh, let yeah. her let yeah, her be a mentor to, to Miss Marvel yeah and I think that that would be incredible and you could Good either idea. so a lot of people like they don't want to see Secret Invasion I mean if you want to avoid that and save it for a bigger Avengers type movie then fine uh, Maybe someone started here. With yeah, this movie. that would that you would know, be a great way to start it. Yeah. You already started to with the first movie. To exactly. be honest with yes. you, um, the other thing you could potentially do if you need someone that's just as powerful, you maybe find Hyperion and like uh, find a way to have him be manipulated. You know, maybe because like he. Think goes we'll ever see Adam Warlock? Yeah, they teased. I was be, just gonna say that. Yeah, too. Warlock would be mm-hmm. the one that I would so. think about because they teased them right, like you said, Ben. They teased at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, yeah. and they also kind of teased Secret Invasion at the end of Far From Home as well. When with the switching of yeah, right. Uh, what we said, I don't want to spoil it too much, but with the switching that happens in that movie near the end, so that kind of stuff's laying the groundwork. So yeah, I, I want her out in the cosmos. You know why? Because that's her. her 
ground. That's her territory. So yeah. we want to see more of that. And our MCU keeps saying they're going to expand out cosmically. Yeah. We see Nick Fury on that ship that's out there, yeah. uh, sword that's out there. And so he will be connected where they're in that way. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I hope they do that too, because mm. the, my my biggest problem with Captain Marvel throughout the Infinity Run was like, she was always gone. Yeah. She's like, listen, I have other things to do. So right. Avengers, you got this. I'll be back when, when, when you need me. Mm-hmm. And so let's see, what is that? You know, what yeah. is she doing out there uh, cosmically, which I think is more interesting. Yeah. I yeah. think I think like sort of the chess pieces that the MCU, I think I think if you look at the MCU and what they did over a decade, it's obviously incredibly impressive. We've yeah. talked to death about it. And so now we're setting up the next decade, right? Everybody keeps talking about the, between the streaming stuff and the, and the sequels and the new characters plus the Fox stuff. What's going to happen? How are we going to get to the next end game? And I like to think of it as it's like this big chessboard. And so what are you doing with Captain Marvel? You you have a limited number of these movies. So what are you going to use in this movie to start to further that storyline? What's that storyline going to be? Is it going to be, are we going to get to Doctor Doom eventually? Is that what yeah. we're building towards? Yeah. You know, how's she going to play into that? Because she is the super the Superman character. I think we can all can acknowledge that. And there are elements to both her movie and also Endgame that, that bother me with that because it's like she's, She's too much. Like, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. it's not fun to watch. Like, you know, and, and anytime you try to get, you nerd out too much and you're like, well, why are they all running across the battlefield when she's got a ray gun and she's Captain Marvel? Like Captain Marvel could do it with her pinky, yeah. you know, like, yeah. but you'd have to not think about that stuff. And so I think they have to find a way probably to make her not part of the main conflict mm-hmm. and hide her somewhere else or make her less powerful. Otherwise, yeah. I don't think she's going to be compelling to follow. That's fair. Yeah, because that's the that's been the knock on Superman for so long, this idea that he's so unstoppable. Why do we... Like, why do, how can we connect to this character that's so uh, is so invulnerable? And that's why I liked about... That's what I liked about Man of Steel, you know? But some people don't like that film. I get it, but I love it. Riley, I know you love oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's, I love it's it. just showing that's another cool. approach to this Superman that exposes this feeling of being an outsider, a foreigner, an immigrant, an alien, yeah. for lack of a better term, in this situation and constantly never feeling like he's fully accepted by this society, which is... The weakness. It isn't the kryptonite. It's that. Right? Well, and that to me is where <clears throat> Captain Marvel, the, the the this first movie was interesting, is because, like you said, if she's kind of this Superman invulnerable like God amongst all these other people, one by limiting her power mm. at the beginning, so she can do a lot, but not as much until she figures out why. <clears throat> but two. You're giving her a situation where she doesn't have to punch her way out of it. She's like, Jesus, who who can I actually trust? Mm-hmm. I think that that, to me, why I know people don't want to immediately get into Secret Invasion, that's a story that's more interesting. Yeah. In the same way that with Superman movies, the, the most interesting uh, movies are not, how is he going to punch his way out of it? It's like, oh, shit, I have XYZ up, that I'm up against. What am I gonna do to prevent myself from going like full on like right. just rage mode and right. like killing? It's everybody. about how they use the powers. Like Superman Returns is not a good movie, but that's my favorite. Superman is when he's flying around Metropolis, just saving everybody, mm. like just saving everyone during the mm. earthquake or the or the airplane scene. It's how you use the Captain Marvel powers, and and you're right. It's not because everyone. People have varying degrees on Man of Steel, but everyone generally likes the first half of learning about Clark mm, yeah. and learning about Kal-El and yeah. not so much like Zod punching through buildings and yeah. all that nonsense. But, Whoa. yeah, yeah. I know, I, know, I, know I, got, I got two diehard fans at the table. But, like, I, I want to see them get more into the character of Captain Marvel because that's everyone's favorite part of... Wonder Woman is her and Chris Pine together, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. the, getting to know Diana, and I want to get to know Captain Marvel. Right. Well, what, what, what? Um, I, uh, I don't know. My mic's working. Yeah, um, it's working. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Well, 
what's what's funny is that Anna Anna Bolden and Ryan Fleck are actually like two like pretty heavy character driven directors. Yes, I mean, yeah. they've done like Mississippi Grind, which I, I've considered one of my favorite recent movies, and then um, a couple others. That it's kind of a funny story. So they're heavy character directors, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I mean, we've seen like you like Mark Riley has said earlier, we've seen Doctor Strange. Uh, director Scott Derrickson leave. We see them leaving. Yeah. Do you think it's more of a trend of like them going away from like the character focused filmmaking and more towards the action spectacle turn? It's a good question. That, oh, that, we hope not. Is that what they're doing? Because I don't know. Because to me, at least, like when I see people like like them leave, but I and, and the flip side, they did bring in the guy who did Short Term Twelve as well yeah. um, as uh, as the director for uh, Shanghai. So mm-hmm. it kind of you know they have this model of like bringing any directors and giving them like this this big budget kind of platform but i'm kind of curious as to like where does that lead yeah. the character storytelling well in they they i mean kugler's not leaving uh, he's doing is, black panther too neither is, neither is taika right, right so they, yeah. so it may just be that with the derrickson thing they just had two different visions for what they wanted to do next right. and they couldn't make it work i think with the fleck bowden thing is more they didn't like the result of it overall but they're giving them apparently they're in talks to have a disney plus marvel tv series down the road yeah oh, so they, so which i think speaks to your point rb3 they're going to be able to explore the character stuff a lot yeah. more in a TV yeah. show than they would necessarily over a movie. So yeah. I like that idea, but it's a valid question. Are is should you be worried that they're moving more towards an uh, you know larger spectacle type movies because they see that that's the one that brings in the money? I mean, Endgame made over two and a half billion dollars. I think my final point on this is just that like when you talk about Man of Steel and why the parts of Man of Steel that are good versus the parts that are not. Yeah. In my opinion, I like that movie a lot. It, when I watch the trailer and there's that that moment when he says, "Can I just go on keep on being your son?" Mm-hmm. and he says, "You are my son," makes me cry every time. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. those are the moments that are great about that movie. Yeah. It has nothing to do with him fighting Zod. I want nope. none. I want none of that. Yeah. I want I want the stuff with him and Kevin Costner. I want the stuff of him growing up and learning his power. Right. And that's why it worked. Yeah. Those are the parts that worked. So I think. That's what they got to tap into. Yeah. And they, tr- I think they tried to in the first Captain Marvel mm-hmm. with her, like, when she's going through the stages, yeah. when yeah. she finally yeah, embraces yeah, yeah, her yeah, power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great moment. Yeah, I mean, like, as much as, you know, I have only seen Captain Marvel once, I mm-hmm. do think, like, the best stuff was, like, the character. Yeah. Stuff like the stuff when she was on Earth, like, on this planet. It yeah. felt very First Avenger where they kept montaging it. Like, I mm-hmm. like Captain America First Avenger more than most, but, like, I want to see Captain America be Captain America. Don't just put it in this 10-minute montage of him jumping and fighting. But let's move on to the next story, guys. We've got uh, James Mangold and Matt Damon are teaming up again after Ford v. Ferrari was a crushing Oscar and financial success. Based on the Don Winslow's best-selling novel, The Force, Damon is attached to play Detective Denny Malone, who runs an elite crime-fighting squad but becomes ensnared in a corruption scandal. Yeah. Now, that sounds like a pretty basic, like, oversight of the book slash script that's coming up, but with James Mangold and Matt Damon helming it, James Mangold just makes, I don't want to say popcorn movies because that sounds derivative, but he just makes such watchable movies. Mm. Like for any age, demographic, whatever. And they are Oscar worthy. Logan got nominated. Ford v. Ferrari got nominated. 310 to Yuma is one of the best westerns of this century. Uh, So what do you guys think? Are you excited for the next James Mangold, Matt Damon team up? Yeah, anytime they get together now based on Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. hell yeah. This got me excited, and it's Mangold. I th- happen to think he goes a little bit more uh, deep into character, mm-hmm. so it's like you get more than – and I understand what you're saying, Ben. It, these are highly watchable movies, but there's also – like Ford v. Ferrari is one of the best of yeah. the year, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much to it that I – like. Th- this sounds like a lot of character we were talking about. Can we – have like deep character studies in the Marvel universe. This sounds like a deep character study. Yeah. And with his Damon, come on, yeah. yeah. I'm always a fan when Damon goes evil or villain. 
Yeah. I always enjoy it. Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah, th- th- those are great when he goes into that place. I, I always enjoy it. So t- combining with Mangold, especially, as you said, four versus Ferrari, but you look at Logan, you look at all these different things he's done. And honestly, the first, what, hour and a half of Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine, uh, is that right, the one that no, he no, 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 no. The Wolverine. The Wolverine, the, Wolverine. the first hour and a half, yeah. before the oh, studio the came in good. and had him change yeah. all that shit at the end. That's another third act. That was act. a great film. That's another Watch. third act flop, but yeah. everything yeah. else with the Up train sequence point. is great. Yeah. Watch the R-rated cut of the Wolverine. Okay. It is so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes okay. it goes pretty. Maybe it takes away from uh, it or it adds a little something to that third act climax. Right. But the but the blood and what, you know, they add to it with Wolverine just becoming the Wolverine yeah. is fantastic. Well, and they are rated. There's a few things that Mangold's really not afraid of. And I think that you've seen it, especially in his last few years. Uh, he has a he has a real fascination with that, like that uh, masculinity on screen. That's mm-hmm. like a thing that he loves to do. And he's really good at it. You know, Ford versus Ferrari is a pretty like macho movie, mm-hmm. but it's not offensive. Uh, you right. know, Christian Bale's wife in that film is a great character. She really brings a lot of humanity to the family, and it's one of the best parts of the movie. You look at Logan, you look at how violent that movie is, mm-hmm. and and it's not offensive how violent that movie is. It's actually one of the, it's probably one of the things that grabs you the most when the movie starts when he's actually using his claws. Mm-hmm. I think that a cop drama you're talking about it's going to be driven by another male character, a masculine male character that sounds like it's going to be probably pretty violent. I'm all in. I think yeah. this guy has, he's the perfect director. He's also rewriting the script right now mm-hmm. with the guy that he wrote Logan with. I think it's, I mean, the funny thing about Mangold is if you go way back in the day, Mangold did a movie that I know you're a fan of. Mm. He did Copland. Yeah, Copland. Copland. Back yeah. in the late 90s. Yeah, I guess that's a good, Dude, he yeah. did Kate Leopold. He did Kate Leopold. Yeah. He did Walk the Line. Yeah. This guy's, yeah, Walk the, the Line, line is yeah. great. Yeah. We're talking corrupt cops. Copland is a, Heavily underrated yeah. movie. Yeah, that movie's right. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They gave you a chance and you blew it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about you, uh, Winston? I, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, Ford, for, Ford vs. Ferrari is one of my favorite movies of this past mm. year. So uh, my my only beef with that movie was the last ten minutes just felt very abrupt. I know not everybody feels that way, mm-hmm. but I. I, I think what pushed me over the edge, actually, is because it was already disturbing me, but my girlfriend got fully off board after that because she, she was super into it. She goes, yeah. you know what? Fuck this movie. And I was like, whoa. She was like, <laughs> she's like no, how are you just going to go from A to Z in 10 minutes at the end? Like, that's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, I can respect that. But right. other than... Other than that, I thought that the movie really was phenomenal, so I think that they're a great new duo. They kind of remind me of, like... The white Coogler Jordan, even though Ooh. I know you, you know, oh, call him. Uh, no yeah. comment, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'd be surprised if Christian Bale didn't show up because Ford v Ferrari, 310 to Yuma. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was going to be the the next duo right there, but yeah. I'd be surprised if he didn't have like a, a cameo or like kind of next casting or something. Well, it says this guy is uh, he's embroiled in a corruption scandal, all kinds of allegiances with mobsters who want to collect, must deal with New York's racial tensions, considers ratting out his fellow corrupt cops, considers ratting out the corrupt mayor, and considers the fact that investigators want nothing more than to nab him. So that's a lot that's a to lot. deal yeah. with for one main character. Yeah, so yeah. maybe Christian. Christian Bale's that mayor, yeah. or maybe it's like Pacino in City Hall. I think I think he gets if he Great gets mayor. if he yeah. gets uh, Bale on board. I mean, like at this point, who wouldn't want Bale on board in their movie? Mm-hmm. Is like if you if you're gonna make your list right now of uh, and not actors and actresses, but just actors, uh, who are the three best working actors today? It's pretty hard to argue that Christian Bale's not in the top three because mm. what the hell does he do that's not incredible? Like right. everything he does, it feels like every performance he turns in, it's like, oh yeah, that could be an Oscar performance. Yeah, you know, like well, Joaquin said like, that in his speech at the SAG Awards. It's like those are like the two guys that come to mind for me yeah. that are like right at the top. I mean, it's a whole different conversation, but I think yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. This looks exciting. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I, I'm down for it. Um, do we have any stream labs or anything coming through, or should we jump to the next topic? 
Um, okay, I, I'm, we're still figuring that out. So. Oh, okay, we can jump to the next double while you figure it out. All right, so Picard jumps tonight on CBS All Access. Let's jump into that. I know mm-hmm. Ben wanted to avoid Star Trek, but we're going to talk about it. Picard is jumping down tonight on CBS All Access. Uh, Stewart was on The View and then offered Whitney, I mean, sorry, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. From from beyond the grave. <laughs> we want you to come and see the soundtrack, girl. As I haven't oh. heard a single fart joke yet. What oh. the hell? Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 real quick. Uh, uh, yeah. Watch my movie oh my commentary. God. It's all fart jokes of the whole movie commentary. Oh, though, we could talk about Wendy Williams if you want. That's fine. That's a big old <laughs> fart joke. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> all, right. all right, we'll make that. Uh, we'll make that segue. What do you say? Uh, well. <laughs> Go ahead, man. You gonna take it? Come on. That's fine. So, for those that didn't know, Wendy Williams was on her show. She was in the middle of talking about OBJ uh, slapping that cop's ass, and then she clearly had to fart, so she decides to lift her butt cheek. I think nobody's watching, and or nobody will be able to hear it. And she has a hot mic, obviously, because she's in the middle of talking. Yeah. So she's like, "Yeah, OBJ. Uh, I don't know why you would." And like, just you can hear it. Oh yeah. Oh, it's bad. Bring up the tape. It's funny. She <laughs> it's, it. it's pretty funny, man. And the funny thing is, they cut to the audience, and this one woman was like listening, and then just goes. <laughs> but I don't know why you're shocked that anything Wendy does. Wendy loves to push those damn boundaries. She don't no, care. I mean, for sure. I, I think she got the, trouble making laying a fart on air. Where that's I, a boundary. Where I give, <laughs> where I give her credit. Where I give her credit is that she's more of a professional. She's a more of a professional than I would be because I'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, you look at OBJ. Oh, and go, was that you? <laughs> you draw attention oh, to it. Oh my god! It was so. See, look, that that one that has the uh, the woman's face or whatever. I don't know if that actually has. Oh, that one does at the top. God. Okay. That's Somebody's gonna click on Picard <clears throat> news, think. and this is what they're gonna yeah, see. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. That's a phenomenal thumbnail, right? That was right. that a fart? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Up wasn't playing that. Oh no. I mean. Yo! All right, uh, there's your fart joke for the it's day. It's that clear. She's she's just looking at the camera and she yeah, and wow, she just kind of she just kind of because the funny thing is she always kind of sits at an angle, but yeah. you can literally see her leg getting higher and wow. higher. Like she's gonna try and her sneak just one leg out. keeps coming up. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it doesn't come out. Right. Sometimes right. it doesn't come out, and you got to physically alter your body to make sure it comes out because it's coming from deep in there. All yeah, I know is Black Twitter lost their <laughs> shit, pun intended, <laughs> over this man. Like I, we like collectively, Black Twitter was like. This bitch can keep herself clean for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Oh man, um, but um, uh, yeah. okay. But back to Whoopi. Yeah, yeah, Whoopi. Uh, How cool was that? I think that'd be cool. Right? Be awesome. so what's the he? So he invited her on because she used to be on. She used to be Queen. Yeah, 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 new generation. She was, she was on Queen. She was a character. She was on the show. Yeah, she was on the show. Got it. She she generation? had the whole like. Uh, okay. Yeah, you said and, uh, oh, she, Whoopi she, was in Star Trek. Yeah, she was. She was for a number of seasons. She was a recurring character on that show. Mm-hmm. Was she in and the movie. A lot of people. No? Yes, she was mm-hmm. in the generation. She was in Generations. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people felt that the, the best scenes of the series were some of those scenes with her, her and him, Aaron Picard. Uh, is is Burton in it? Lavar. We haven't heard if Lavar is in it. Uh, I think they're holding out, not telling us. As a surprise, because Riker is in it, uh, Deanna Troy's in it. Yeah. Where's Worf? I want to see yeah. if Worf is in this thing. Yeah, is in it, right? Data's obviously. Data. I think Data is a figment of his imagination. Data okay. is like his who he's talking to to kind of counsel him and what mm. he's doing. Um, and then a lot of rumors. The Seven of Nine is coming back. Who is not in Generation? She's Deep Space. No, she's Voyager. Sorry, Voyager. And then the idea. A lot of people are saying the rumor that the girl they're trying to save is Q's daughter. Wow. So if that'll find a, kind of put Q into this mix as well down mm. the road. So this is exciting stuff, and they already approved a season two. 
which wow. is incredible. That's as what well. stuck out to me. She yeah. Like, join us on season two. I was like, oh. It's already going. Sweet. But <laughs> I thought it was a great moment. Isn't that starting to happen more and more, though, Riley? You know, yeah. studios are improving season twos quicker and quicker before one even premieres. Yeah, I, I wonder what it is. is when it, does one premiere? It already has? Yeah, to, today, tonight. right? Oh, tonight, tonight on CBS All Access. Yes. I, and I wonder if it's uh, the powers that be looking at the series and going, it's good. Yeah. It, this is quality, uh, you know, TV series here. Yeah. We're going to green, li- uh, green light a season two. Mandalorian comes to mind as well because yeah. that was like pretty much green yeah. lit pretty fast. Or is it because it's nostalgia and we got both Mandalorian yeah. and Picard are like very nostalgic, you know, old, uh, not old, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, they're very old. old. I, yeah, old franchise that we love different pockets of these universes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it, I think it's ahead. a little bit of both, like. Because pe- they know people are at least going to watch the first few episodes to like justify for sure. the ratings mm-hmm. for a season two. And also, everyone's attention spans are so short now. Like, we're getting Mandalorian the end of this year. They yeah. don't want yeah. to wait two years, a uh, year and a half for the next season. They want to bang these out and keep people interested. Mm-hmm. And especially with the weekly releases rather than binge watching, like... Streaming is just becoming cable now again. Like yeah. uh, Netflix is still like the lone binge watcher thing that will just put out all eight episodes. But you saw with what happened, Mandalorian. Every Friday, every single one of these shows right. was talking about yeah. the Mandalorian episode. Yep. No. Yeah, and I feel like that'll yep. happen with Picard too. No, I agree. And I think the other two things that come to mind is a you saw how the CW uh, when they were still scared about this writer strike just. Across the board, everything gets another season. Like, right. they just wanted to oh, right. kind of lock stuff in because they were probably really afraid. But I think the other thing that comes to mind, what is going on with production? So, mm-hmm. like, for example, Swamp Thing had so many just nightmares throughout their production, and it ultimately ended up being pretty terrible. They canceled it, but, like, before the first episode, right as the first episode premiered, yeah, you know right. what I mean? I think if they felt like there was no issues, they already feel like it's going to be good, and they're concerned about, like, well, let's make sure we have stuff on the docket. I think they, you know, that's why they're so quick yeah. to be like, yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, whatever. So. Let's take it over. Mm. Um, did you guys see the news of Patrick of Patrick Stewart talking with Kevin Feige about reprising... Uh, Professor X. No. Oh, no. Yeah, this dropped, uh, they yeah. dropped, I think, yesterday on screen. Right? I was yeah, reading I it. Interesting. Uh, Stewart said this in an interview, because obviously he's doing uh, press for Picard. He said that uh, him and Feige had conversations, uh, and they had gone back and forth about what they what the idea would look like of him coming back to play Professor X in the MCU, and that eventually uh, Stewart made the decision to not reprise the role and felt that I ended the character with... Uh, Hugh Jackman in yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah, they both just ended it. And he's like, I don't. If I hadn't done Logan, I probably would come back. Yeah, yeah. But because I put a, like a, I close that circle. I did, I would feel weird coming back. Here's my That's question. A smart for you. move. Yeah, you think? That's a good move. Yeah. One, one of the games we always play on on action is uh, career defining role. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, does Patrick Stewart have a career defining role? Is Picard? it Professor X? All right, it's two of them. You just you oh. just answered my question right there. You have there. to choose one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would choose Picard. It's it for sure. You think like the world at large when they think Patrick Stewart, it's Picard. It's not Professor X. I think it's Professor X. I think it depends on the person you're talking to. To be honest with you, because I'm if, saying yeah. you pull up in the in 90s. Bar, I don't know. Like it was the, so the way you know what easiest way to to answer that question. It's the same way that I guess people were talking about Matthew McConaughey's uh, McConaughey. Yeah. Mm, yeah, is the idea of or even Keanu Reeves and his yeah. same oh, thing because people would make the argument with Keanu. He's one of the hardest. Neo, it's, either, yeah. it's either Bill and Ted, Neo, or John Wick. Honestly, like it's like where right. where do you come into his career? I think if you're the person that was watching Next Generation, it's that. But if like you know, in my case, like I was what. 
because that was the 90s. So I mm. was a kid and I wasn't re- personally really into Star Trek at the time. Yeah. The yeah. first time I really, really remember seeing him, even though I knew he was Picard, was as Professor I'm X. I'm the same so, way. I'm the know? same way. And I'm not a Star Trek guy. I haven't seen I'm this movie. Either. So, like, but I, I knew because I remember seeing him on television. I think, like, the same conversation if you ask about Harrison Ford, does he have a career defining role? And he's the hardest one ever because he has the two characters, the two distinct characters. Stallone is tough, too. Yeah. Is it Rambo or Rocky? Yeah. I think uh, it's, yeah. it's Rocky. Yeah. It's, Rocky. it's just, oh, it, it's, it's got to be Rocky. Being right. more, but yeah. Schwarzenegger. It's Rocky now with Creed, Terminator. but before mm. it was it was debatable. It was yeah. debatable. because yeah. Rambo is like that first movie is really prescient for the Vietnam yeah. War era. Sure. Like really spoke about it because like World War II movies were more like you know guts and glory. We're gonna go beat the Nazis, and like Vietnam was like this whole new thing of talking, finally talking about PTSD. Yeah, and like it coming to the forefront. But yeah, with Creed now, it's definitely rocky. It's about relevance. I'm gonna, that's all it is. Um, I'm going to recommend a, a film to you, Ben, that might change yeah. your mind. Best uh, Goddard, Best Years of Our Lives. That's about World War II people coming back mm. and what they that's confront in society. Right. Is that is that black and white? It is black and, and the white. the guy has... Uh, yeah, he has, he, which yeah is I've seen real. it. Yeah, you have? Yeah. So not all the movies were rah, 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 let's go kill the Nazis. I'm saying a large majority. I'm, you're a young kid is what I'm saying. I'm saying you named one movie. I'll name you 10. Come over to my house. I'll name you 10. We'll, go, we'll do the top 10 PTSD movies. <laughs> you guys have been before and then after at a Sunday night. Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, anyway, this is a, uh, yeah, this is a good question you asked, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's an interesting one, you know, to think about that. There's not that many people that have, the like, a really yeah. hard question to answer. Here's my defense. Yeah, okay. More than one person's played uh, Professor X. Yeah. Not more than one person's played Picard. Well. So McAvoy's played Professor X in a number of movies. So okay. it kind of, to me. But I think that, I think the balance to that to that question is the fact that they brought those two casts together yes they and did and they ultimately ended it when uh, when you got to the end of days of future past it was with professor him. x yeah. again it was a uh, uh, yeah picard i mean sorry what it really comes down to is with these conversations is all about relevance so if we yeah. ask if i ask you this question in 2016 exactly the same group of people it's not even a question it's professor x because he hasn't been picard in a movie since like mm. 2002 or something but like the world about to, yeah. but picard now people are talking about it he's on television all yeah. the time like that's a good point that, too. Now, so mm-hmm. now it's a question again, but it's it's only a question of like, is it relevant or not? So Ian McKellen is yeah. it Gandalf or is it Magneto? It's Gandalf. It's, it's Gandalf. Gandalf. All right, yeah, no, he was nominated. <laughs> Fastbender is as good or better. That's, Do you yeah. think without Logan, we'd have be we'd be having hmm. this conversation though? Do you think without Logan and Professor X sending off the way he did? Yeah, I think it would be hands down Picard. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be good close. question. Good, yeah. good point. But with Logan, you know, coming out so recently, you're you're right. It is very much recency bias and yeah. like what you grew up with. Yeah. But without Logan, I think this is hands down Picard. If after Top Gun comes out, Maverick yeah. comes out, is Tom Cruise still Mission Impossible or is yeah. He yeah, Top Gun? I, I still think it he depends. Is it depends Impossible. how good Maverick is and how much people actually care. Right. But I mean, Ethan Hunt, it's ninety six through now. Yeah. And, you know, Top Gun's 86. Like, that's, and it hasn't mm. been a thing since 86. Uh, Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. That's, so that's, good. That's, that's <laughs> so good. I, I, I will run. skull fuck you! <laughs> oh, I literally was rewatching, I couldn't sleep last night, and I literally was rewatching that movie. <laughs> it's brilliant. Okay, yeah. what's, your, what's, what's your feelings about Robert Downey Jr. in that About movie? what he said? Yeah, yeah. So you, you, heard, you heard about what he said. Yeah, what did he Rogan. say? Rogan. Oh, so on boy. Rogan, it's amazing, they, yeah. uh, Rogan asked him, could you redo this movie now? And yeah. he goes, yes. He goes, the funny the funny joke that he said is 90% of my black friends thought it was great. And he's like, what about the other 10%? And he's like, well, I can't argue with them. Like, <laughs> I, 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 But 
for me, it didn't bother me, and I appreciate it because if you don't just look at the blackface, mm. look at the whole context of the movie. This came up because Megan Kelly was running her mouth about how when she said she didn't think anything was wrong with blackface, people oh, yeah, yeah, lost yeah. her job. Yeah. Whereas for Robert Downey Jr., when they did that movie... It is making fun of the fact that Hollywood is so pretentious. Like, Robert Downey Jr., in my opinion, is the Scarlett Johansson of, like, well, it's not a big deal, and, like, mm. does it. He's not doing it to do blackface. Right. He's doing it to make fun of the people that do blackface. Right. So, like, the fact that it's called out throughout the movie, it's, it they, like, even in the uh, By having a black character call him out. But having right. the black character call right. him out, having the fact that, like, when... The movie starts, there's an Access Hollywood piece about the three yeah. the, the main actors in it, and they're like, he had a very controversial, like, you know, surgery to change his pigment. Like, people are not acknowledging yeah. this is okay. Yeah. They're saying this is fucking absurd. Yeah, right. So, like, when you have that, and then, like, you're, you've got the Jack Black character, you have the simple Jack stuff, which is also, oh like, God. same thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. There's so, and it, well, that was the funny thing in Robert Downey Jr. said, he's like, well, fortunately, I don't think anybody really came for me because they were really coming Focused after Ben the simple, simple Jack. Yeah. Well, so this is funny you say this because I, I listened to the interview as well. Mm. And uh, at one point when we, on one of my shows, we covered Tropic Thunder, we had a whole conversation about actors that, that, you know, as he says in the movie, never go full. And, and in the interview, he won't even say the word in the interview. He won't yeah. even say his line because he's like, I'm just not going to go there. Yeah, yeah. So on the show, when we talked about the scene, <coughs> we talked about actors that go for it and don't get the Oscar. And so we, we referenced the soloist because mm -hmm. that's, that's one that's very famous. Yeah. Right? So we called it going full soloist. That's what we, on our show. Oh. So that's the way, right? Because I'm not going to say didn't that word. Sean Penn, sure. Didn't Sean Penn lose for I Am Sam because yes. he went full? Yeah, which we got, I mean, whatever. They, they, they literally bring that, that up in the movie. It's like Forrest yeah. Gump beats the pants off somebody in yeah. ping pong. Yeah. Sean Penn? Yeah. You, you, don't, you can't relate to Rain Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah. You, you never go full Sean Penn. Full like, Sean Penn makes sense. But the point is, we made the joke because it's like, we're not going to get it. The guy that played the character in the movie and says the line yeah. won't say the line in an yeah. interview because he's like, it's because Simple Jack caught so much. I think that's right. the funniest part is like, but what he did say in that interview is that I think we almost need it more today than we even did then because the world is so woke. It's There's so much... There's so many pitchforks that it's almost like yeah. more important to well, make fun of it. that and there's this weird, I mean, I consider myself more on the left side of the political spectrum. There's this weird level of like the left thinking that they are completely infallible and right about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that movie is making fun of yes. Hollywood and the left thinking that they're infallible when right. they really right. aren't. Which and, and that's why I like that some of these movies are coming out and they're pushing back with their humor and they're pushing the boundaries. and the, like Even The Gentleman has a couple of jokes that you're like, whoa, Oh, there's like a little joke. You're like, but I'm like, okay, good. Like, this is okay to have a, occasionally these jokes because we all joke amongst ourselves. Right. These little jokes at each other's expense. And no one's walking around perfectly speaking perfectly to everybody about their perfectly life. And if they were, they'd be super fucking boring to know. Right. Yeah. You know, you want to have a little playfulness. I mean, my girlfriend and I go at each other all the time, playfully sometimes. about be me being Latino and she's half Native American. So we make little jokes amongst our own relationship. If anyone videotaped that, we'd be dead. Yeah. But like, Right. But we play around, course. but we all yeah. do that. Yeah. We that's, all do that with our like, friends. Yeah. Especially with Tropic Thunder, when you have the other black character in the movie calling him out right. the yeah, entire right, right, time, right. slapping the shit out of him, yep. calling, him <laughs> calling him Crocodile Dundee. Like, and that's that's where I give, yeah. I agree with you, that's where I give Ben Stiller credit because I, I didn't even realize that he directed that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So amazing. that's where I give him so much credit is I think that he realized, I know 
that X, Y, and Z is going to be problematic to certain people. So let's just make sure we're calling ourselves out while we do it. And yeah. I think that that's a way that you can, that you know. so good. <laughs> it, it really yeah. is, though. It's, it's endlessly hilarious. It's I, I want to watch fight. it now, man. It's the big fight Matt Nost and I have on the top ten all yeah. the time. He does not like the movie. Really? really? We fight about wow. it all the time because I don't understand how a stand-up comedian cannot like this movie. He says he can see the jokes coming a mile away, and I'm like, that's the, point. that's the point. Even when they're offensive, they're still funny. Yes. I mean, it's 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 like you know what I mean. Like it, I can't tell you the number of times we've been sitting there talking about this movie and 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 talking about like how it's not politically correct, and then somebody will be like, "It makes my eyes rain," and, and everybody's laughing because because it's stupid. I agree. It makes you I, I laugh every time. Dude, the commercials and the trailers at the beginning <laughs> oh, of the movie. Al Pacino. I'll oh reload it. I love the pussy. Hell yeah. I love pussy. Hell yeah. I'm drinking booty sweat and booty sweat. Booty sweat and busted tonight. Oh my god, Satan's Alley. It's the funniest Satan's one. Five, five, what, five time uh, it's Academy five Award time winner? And then and be, uh, MTV <laughs> Movie Awards Best Kiss nominee. <laughs> <laughs> But it is was that also, Toby Maguire. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it's they're skewering everything. That's yeah. what, that's yeah. the hidden yeah. truth about that yeah. movie. It's a great skewering on. The, I wouldn't say on the level of Mel Brooks, but it's it's in yeah. up there. It's in the Jack pipeline Black of doing uh, uh, the clumps, the yeah, fatties, yeah. which is fatties yeah. part yeah. two. You're right, which like, is a bash on so, Martin Lawrence and yeah. Eddie. Yeah, oh yeah. So but but also uh, Brandon T. Jackson doing the multiple revenue streams. All yep. the athletes were just yep. getting into that yeah. when that was happening in the mid 2000s. Well, it even uh, the funny thing is, I think that that was so interesting that also gets glossed over the fact that his character ends up being gay, and so it's right. the idea that there's this hyper masculinity and like hip hop yes. and whatnot, yeah. and there are people that are closeted like that mm -hmm. for that to come out the end of him be with Lance Bass I thought that was like a, a, an amazing little nod homage to mm -hmm. that kind of that situation yeah. too all they, around uh, top to bottom it's a really well done movie yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Mama, mama make me ha ha happy <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we got oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it out? So I know <laughs> one last thing we should talk about is the last thing on the rundown. Karate Kid. Oh, boy. Is going to be a musical. Is anyone excited about this? Or, like, are you worried or no. trepid? Considering sweep what happened with Rocky. The leg. Sweep, sweep the leg. I said, sweep the leg. Sweep. Don't forget our body bag. I can't put it in my head. Right. How what this is going to look like? I mean, yeah, don't sweep, sweep the leg. You know, I can see that, sure. But um, hey, they've done it with a lot of. Uh, you know, we had a Beetlejuice mu musical. We did. You know, we uh, had a Rocky musical. Rocky musical. You have the Michael Jackson glove. <laughs> yeah, the, the Michael Jackson oh, glove. That's musical. on the way. Yeah. If you can do that. Then you can do a Karate Kid music. If Marty Cove is going to get in there and be like, strike first, strike yeah. hard. <laughs> you know he's calling his agent today, and he's like, you get me in that musical. Whatever you do. All right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just know there's going to be a big dance number at the big Karate oh, yeah. All uh, Championship, and everybody's going to be dancing in their geese and whatnot. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah, stream lap, stream lap, stream lap. Oh, yeah, what well, we got, what we got. Let's do it. All right, uh, so... We are. Oops. I didn't know go. we were up. So sorry, everybody. Yeah, Let's no, do no, it. You're good. You're good. Uh, real now, quick. Uh, real quick. Uh, so we have one coming in from Brandon Buckham, um, Buckingham who asked, "Any updates on rescheduling the Arizona Live event?" That's a Christmas. So actually, what I can say about that is really quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, at eleven o'clock, this show is going to flip into Schmodown backstage. We're going right. to have a whole yes. conversation about yeah. the Schmodown, yeah. about the event. Uh, so actually, let's save the answer for that question. So all Schmodown uh, talk can be good. on that show. Yeah, right, yeah. good call. Um, so we have one from Funky McClunky who asked, who yeah. said, 
Horseman, great diverse panel, uh, great diversity on the panel today. As we all know, SCN, we have the Latinos. Uh, <laughs> to uh, Swag Squad, Drip Drip. There you go. Uh, shout out to Mark Yodi Riley. Yo. Ben, uh, uh, Bagel Boy Ben. Have a great day. You accusing motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have Al Dean who uh, sent in a super chat who said, does anybody here watch the uh, Hulu series Future Man? Yes. I, I, I watched the first, I two watch up, the first two seasons with a burning passion. I love the first two seasons with a burning passion. Nice. And I'm fiending for the coming final season. When is season three releasing? I'm not sure when it's releasing, but it is a great show. It is okay. very kind of heard of Hulu it. shows fly very under the radar. Yeah, yeah. they do. Uh, Shrill is, uh, season two is coming out this week, which I am absolutely stoked for okay. but if you haven't seen future man please like everything about it is hilarious and uh what's his name uh josh um hutcherson thank you that's kind of for, he hasn't really done a lot since hunger, since games. hunger oh yeah Peta, and, right? and the yeah. other star in it is josh hutcherson or is uh is uh derek wilson who is yeah. uh if you guys ever watch preacher yes he's the oh, he's yeah. in he's in season one he is he's like the the dickhead guy who tries to beat up jesse in the first episode mm-hmm. uh, Haley Joel osmond is in it yeah. like there's a lot of just like under the radar people that come in it's like hilarious if you if you're if you're a fan of like Archer, yeah, it's almost like a live action Archer. Okay, it's kind of produced by Seth Rogen. Yeah. So what we got it's, next got, it's got that Rogen humor. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next we have, um, give me one second. We have PC who put in a super chat said, "Subscribe to Video Drew's YouTube channel. Uh, hear her move uh, movie trivia crowdown smell down crush and saw smack talking smack of course. Saw right? of course. Yeah, saw so, um, C." Three P Diddy <laughs> uh, <laughs> donated. And he said, "Remember when Guy beat Murrow then Riley? Yeah. I thought it was gonna be great if he bought if he beat Roca then Nost, uh, then he could have beat all the Horsemen and then he become and he becomes the Apocalypse. But for real, he's been dreaming. Uh, he's he'd be dreaming if he'd ever won over the all time best. Of, excuse me, I bashed that. If he won over the best of all time, Roca." Oh, please. Oh, nice. Yeah, Dan nice. is the best of all time. Yeah, that's what's up. And what apparently did, Ben's the second best of all time. Would it help if right, you made it? Would it help if you made it? I, I got was, I was number two. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, make it a little bigger, bro. I, yeah. <laughs> I, can see, I can see what Christian be talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he needs the glasses. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, there's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to skip around a little bit. Uh, CP3 Diddy also wrote, um, Olivia Watt is the director of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I thought about that. That's a good one. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, review review and play 23 said hey when Roka is in the house you know everything is getting put down hey clean out your ears because Roka will knock out his opponents you hear hey <laughs> Roka sit <laughs> say, stay sit uh, says sit uh, because we are about to watch him win mm. hey, uh, wow my god this is a good one so hey, uh, <laughs> there's no fourth things in, there's no fourth things in Roka's world <laughs> Wow. Oh, shit. Is that oh, a wrap? I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. two zigzags, baby. That's all we, we need. need. We can go to the park after, after dark, dark smoke, smoke but the marijuana weed. burn. We can take our turn singing them, them dirty, dirty rap, rap songs. songs. Stop and hit the bong like Cheech and Chong. Stop and hit the bong like Cheech and Chong. Sell tapes from here to Hong Kong. Roll, roll, roll your joint. Pick out the season sims. Getting high as hell. Find through Palmdale. Skating on dating rooms. What is that? Is that Tori Amos? No, it's Afro Man. Fucking what? We got hot? We got hot? No, god damn it. Something rap. I can't remember. It's fine. You're switching out? That's fine. You're having trouble reading it? Yeah. Okay, oh, that's yeah. cool. I can do it from here. You made it big enough that I can see it, too, All right. if you want. What's our next one? Uh, what is that? The Green Flamingo. Accuser for Life. It's, it's 
If I could go back in time. Oh, but there we go. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry? Accuser for life. If I could go back before World War Z movie was made and either make the movie as is or a 10 part miniseries on HBO based on the book's short stories, which would you choose? Each episode could have different directors. Thoughts? I like that because World War Z book is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't mind the movie, but it was nothing like the book. It's not, yeah. it's not it was the book. book and name only. Yeah. The stuff they show at the end of the movie in the final three minutes, like the different the different yeah. scenes, yeah. that's a lot of the stuff from the book from what I understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what the, the, the sequel was going to be all about. Yeah. So I actually think that would have been way better. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so glad Fincher never made the second one. God. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? Can't believe that it was, I can't believe was, that it was like three years of like yeah. random news that he was mm-hmm. still doing it. Yeah, can we can we just have a series that takes place from the movie on? Because I think that could work. That as could well. that could work. Now that sure. we're not, like, who knows where this one is come, yeah. going? Mm-hmm. So, the Green Flamingo says, "I think it's weird or takes me out of the movie sometimes when directors have quote unquote styles." Like, they try hard to have a flavor, let everyone know it's blank, it's their movie, and not hard enough to actually have a story. Drip, drip, hose. Okay. So, so your problem is that you don't like auteurs. That's essentially what you're saying. You don't like auteur filmmakers because all auteur filmmakers have a style to their movie. So when you see that dolly shot of in every Spike Lee movie, does that take you out? The one where they're moving uh, like that. I mean, does that take, I, I don't take me out of I, I agree and disagree. If it's too much, fine. But I disagree in the sense in the same way you're watching sports, there's a certain way that like, you know, like Patrick Mahomes plays ball versus how Tom Brady plays. Yeah, ball. I am. Mm-hmm. There's a certain way that like, you know, LeBron James goes to the hole versus the way that like Kyrie Irving goes to the hole. So yeah. I don't, I disagree with that because that's the whole point is that they are unique individuals and they're going to do stuff differently. You know yeah. what I mean? There's stuff that is like by the book and there's stuff that's like, this is me. And I'd argue that you go into those movies knowing the style you're going to get of the director. Yeah, 100%. I, I think that that's totally fine. I also think that if you have like a consistent director, like let's say it's like a Wes Anderson where it's very much a style for his whole career. Every yeah. movie feels like a Wes Anderson movie. That's fine because it doesn't feel like he's eschewing smart storytelling in favor of his style. Yeah. It's when directors use their style yeah. and it feels like it's less intelligent than it needs to be because of it. Yeah. That's where it bothers me. Okay. Right? Or if they rely on that style All right, we rather than going yeah. to the, the script. We got to switch over soon. So we'll, Yeah, we'll, we got yeah. a few more it. and then we're going to take okay. just like a 30-second break, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put up the live screen, uh, but don't go anywhere. We're not changing streams, not changing URLs or anything. We're just switching over to backstage, okay. and I, I just like that music. One word answers on these. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Tom Woodford uh, put in a Streamlabs. Roca, I know you're a huge sport guy and Anglophile. Do you watch any other British sports, e.g. rugby? If you do, uh, if so, who do you have in the Six Nations? If not, you should check it out. I think you would enjoy it. If South Africa is the I have one word. South Africa. (laughs) Uh, From Jerry Jedi, uh, 1994. Hey, Ben, how does it feel to know that guy is more beloved than you and you're going to lose to Oyama? <laughs> Love you too, Jerry. Love you too. He's not even playing Oyama. Ooh, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> response. Joke's on Jerry. He's a general in the action army. He's just, he's just messing Oh, okay. <laughs> Did we get all the, the call to action schmobots that they go off? Um... Woo, thanks to Woo. Thanks, Winston. That's kind of a hot ass gas news commentary we come here for. <laughs> Call to action with another Schmobot. Wait a minute, is this SCN Live? I haven't heard a single fart joke yet. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, uh, plenty of seats. I think the answer for Captain Marvel's sequel is Robert Rodriguez. Have the movie expand no. on Marvel helping other planets after the blip and introduce the X Men coming from a different planet. Oof, that'd be a mm. wild <sighs> Captain Marvel. Did you see Alita? I kind of actually, you know what? I actually kind of liked Charlie's Angels, and I think Elizabeth Banks might have a good take on it. You're insane. I think it's a decent chance. Alita Battle Angel is amazing, by the way. No one will go see that. What? Alita Battle Angel is amazing. It's great. great. Yeah, you guys are insane. 
Let's have that battle. Yeah. All right. All right we are going to switch over to backstage, guys. Right. So uh, keep streamlabbing, uh, keep schmobotting, but all all towards um, all towards schmodown stuff. We're going strictly talking about the New York live event, all that good stuff. So give me one. Give me one minute, and we'll be right back. And if we didn't read your streamlabs, we'll read it yes, on the next show. Yes, we will definitely yeah. get to it ASAP. <laughs> 